0: Welcome back to Keeping It Real, I'm your host Ed Smith. In this episode I was joined by Sean and Richard and we discussed their journeys in martial arts and where they're
1: headed. Enjoy! is fucking six feet long, bro.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that just looks crazy long. Yeah, where,
1: where did that come from? This came from... I went to Provincetown. Oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. That's... Dude. Right. Oh, my God, bro. So... First of all, Provincetown, if you're gay at all, like, I'm, I, don't I don't judge, bro. I don't judge, <laughs> yeah. but, like, I'm just saying that will probably be heaven, man. Like, yeah. Dude, I got...
2: I was there the other day, and I just, like, I saw some kind of, like, monument about the person who founded it and i was like huh i wonder what he would think about the migration <laughs> of like gay people coming to his like town that he founded it is so bad back in the 1500s you would probably
1: be a little upset it is so bad <laughs> it is so bad <laughs> like there's only one bank in provincetown oh is there really it's called Siemens bank <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's perfect You
0: say this, but I see both your nipples right now, so you're a little contradicting. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. So you boys are starting to box together, that's lit?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's actually doing pretty good for his second Mm. day, not bad.
2: Dude, I try to, like, practice kind of, like, the footwork in between when I'm lifting.
1: Everything's footwork on this. Yeah, dude, it really is. It's all just the swivel, you know, your hips and through your legs. It's way more than your arms, dude. It makes you appreciate, like... Like, I tend to go, like, from wrestling to boxing to wrestling to boxing, and every time I go back to wrestling, I'm like, damn, I can't, I can't wrestle at all, I suck, and then mm. after a while, I'll start wrestling a bit, and then after I go back to boxing, i like, it's just from... It
2: is, like, just weirdly different, because, like... It's so I'm different. just coming out of, like, wrestling, and, like, going into this, and it's, like, kind of weird, because, one my foot stance is completely different for boxing. Like, mm-hmm. it's literally just completely opposite. Mm-hmm. Like, in boxing, if your strong hand is your right, you it's lead with left your foot, left, yeah. yeah. And that's, like, different for wrestling. And I don't know. Wrestling, you're kind of always bouncing around. Well, yeah. you kind of are bouncing around in boxing. You're standing up straight in boxing, which is yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. That, too. You are. But it's not straight up, you know. Mm. it's it's. Here's the thing, too. It's a lot of just different muscles you're using for boxing yeah you're using totally different muscles like at all times and everything is literally footwork 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 if you can have the greatest footwork like think of uh, Mayweather right greatest footwork Mm. ever Ali great footwork all these great fighters footwork is fantastic and that's why they're great because you can't beat it Mm. they are the best and that's the hardest part of boxing how did you
0: learn footwork
1: My, so Bobby, which is Trevor's stepdad, Mm -hmm. dude, he, so I was four years old. This is how I got to know him. He's my neighbor, right? And right over here, there's like a little, you know, barbed wire, like fence looking thing over here. I'm four years old, dude, four years old. And this creepy looking man comes out (laughs) from the basement over there and he goes, hey, Hey, send your son over here and uh, I'll teach him how to box. I'm a boxer. And he's like, My dad says, Hold on one second. <laughs> Sprints right inside and says, Richard, you're getting your ass over there and you're boxing with this man. And so I jump the fence and he sees me with a creepy man he doesn't know walking into his basement. <laughs> He lives right there he used to live right there and uh, there's a door right there, dude as soon as you open that there's stairs like it's a concrete alley that goes straight into like a black <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> like Christ. basement and dude Just like a dungeon he i'm t- my mom was not happy
0: i I'd imagine
1: my mom yeah. was not happy, but after like I think it was probably five six years it was of me going down there all the time and boxing she was like all right. I guess I'll learn how to box now. And so she learned how to box, and my sister learned how to box. That's crazy. You guys all know how to box. Oh, my sister can kick my ass, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. Easily, man. Uh, boxing? Kill me, bro. You said I'm, your mom's really good, too, right? Mo- I'd kick my mom's ass. <laughs> 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 but I'm telling you right now, my my sister would murder me. If it was a boxing match, dude, like, murder Probably may even knock me out, dude. I'm not kidding. She's really? insane. Yeah, That's absolutely crazy. insane. Is she still working at it too? Yeah, she goes like every other day now.
2: Damn. Is yeah. she to
1: fight? She wanted to fight, but the thing was, and my trainer Bobby really, really wants her to fight. Really wants her to fight, but I don't think she'll do the whole weight cutting and like you know, uh, that whole that,
2: thing. That stuff's pretty intense. It yeah. sucks.
1: You know the whole getting in shape part part yeah. of the boxing. So she is unbelievable at boxing. But it's the whole getting into the... Boxing shape. The boxing shape. Yeah, and she yeah. might be in,
2: like, really good shape, but that's not boxing shape. Right. Like, you have it's to be... It's
1: totally different. Intent, yeah. It's different. So did
2: you ever fight competitively?
1: I used to spar around the the boxing gym a lot. So, like, I would go to Framingham to go spar people. I would go to Hawkington, uh, I would go to all these other places to go spar. Hudson. And I'd spar everyone in the gym. Everyone in the gym. And at most places I went, I... I was the top competitor. I was That's the dude funny. to beat at that point in time. As soon as I walk in the door, what age is They this? know me. Uh, probably thirteen. Really? Yeah, ten to thirteen. I, I was actually walking in other gyms by the age of seven, Damn. and That's beating crazy. the people, beating up people age twelve, and no no problems for me at all because so Bobby's the
2: show. Yeah,
1: dude, unbelievable. He if you want to learn how to box, he is the man to go to. He's a little crazy. <laughs> all right, he's a little insane. If you, you know, and it's tough to understand him, too. Never call him, by the way. <laughs> he sucks. Dude, I try calling him every here and there, and I'm like, you get nothing out of the conversation. Nothing. Really? You just get, uh, 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 all right, yeah, all right, bye. You just mumbles? Just mumbles, and you're like, how do you understand that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bobby. But it's like Trevor Nutt, too. He kind of does that, too. I don't know if you ever talked to him on the on the... I've only texted on phone. This has I been a couple times where so I was like, "Oh yikes," but it's alright. It's kind of, it's cool because you understand people. Yeah. The more and more you talk to them, I don't know if you ever knew Keyshawn in school.
0: No, I knew Keyshawn.
1: You know Keyshawn yeah. His really really heavy accent and his stutter and everything. Took me years. And
0: his just whole energetic vibe. Oh my <laughs> god! It
1: took me years to understand him. I love him to death, dude, but it took me years to understand what he was saying.
0: That's crazy. So are you helping Bobby teach people now, or is just kind of like your own thing? Yeah.
1: Well, here's the thing: was I've been training people ever since I was twelve. Ever since I knew how to do it, um, I'd hold the mitts for people. I teach everyone how to, you know, basically. I kind of like think of like a captain on a football team or a captain on a wrestling team, and just kind of having everyone follow him, kind of thing. You know, you don't really. That's kind of how I took people in. So I, I started. Uh, teaching four-year-olds how to box at the age of 12 that's and i was getting cool. paid for it oh wow that's a yeah. cool job it was pretty cool and then a couple of times like if bobby said hey yo i gotta go can you teach him and it'll be like a 35 year old dude and i'll be like yeah i got you and yeah, you know, i teach this kid who's probably the same age as me i'm teaching his dad how to box yeah and i'm telling him what to do and telling him what he needs to fix and all this other fun stuff and he's just soaking it up soaking it in and you know and then by the next day, he's a better boxer. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. That's what.
2: I just want to be able to, like, kind of, like, spar MMA. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> know. That just seems so fun. You learn a bunch of shits. Dude. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't know. I feel like with striking and then, like, wrestling, you can kind of, like, get a gist. Like, gist of how to yeah, do it. Yeah, that's, like,
0: the two kind of basics. Big, big ones, of, yeah.
2: It's,
0: like, the two basics and then the... And then jujitsu, of course, yeah. is like mm-hmm. a, a whole other realm. He
2: showed me a little jujitsu, but I
1: it's, don't know. It's, it's like, kind of basic. Yeah, that I was like a little very, basic very little. stuff.
2: But.
0: How, how many martial arts do you know?
1: I only know three, really. I know a little jujitsu. I'm very, very basic with jujitsu, And then boxing, and then wrestling. Those are my three. But mm. I, I felt like
0: pick up anymore in the
1: future? I don't think so. I think it'll more interfere into because right now I haven't done jiu-jitsu in a long time, so I'm really shaky with it. And it's one of those things where you gotta appreciate mixed martial artists more. Because they have to practice everything. That's so crazy. They're not only boxing, they're also, you know, doing jiu-jitsu, wrestling, they're also doing kickboxing. Half those things are knees, things from clinches, they're doing everything. 24-7, they're just Go, 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 go. It's their job, yeah. That's That's what they do. That'd that'd be so
2: Animals. just, like, learning different styles. That'd be cool, but, I don't know, that's one of those things that's, like, if you do it every day. I feel like I would get repetitive and annoyed of it. The injuries. That's where, like, their
0: passion just kicks in, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: It's crazy because, like, if you ever, like see a couple of these fighters out there you'll see that they're proficient in one thing and one thing only and that's because i am be honest like it's so hard to understand multiple things at the yeah. same time it, it's so hard
0: it's crazy how in the ufc like wrestlers have prevailed though like if you if your base was wrestling like you're gonna be dirty yeah you know? yeah yeah it's interesting and that's because like you're literally just physically taking over someone like Man on man, like, you have overthrown them, like, yeah, all right. their power. Like, they, like, in boxing and stuff like that, like, you could probably wrestle the shit out of your sister, but, like, throwing punches and strikes and stuff right. like that in the movement is a whole different factor. Right. And, like...
1: Like... A- uh, he was. It's pretty cool because if it was a street fight, pff, my sister's done. <laughs> unless, she <laughs> really? ca- unless she catches me. Unless she catches oh. me. But, like... I just know so much more ground game than her. How
2: old is this?
1: She's 24, or 25 now. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, but, she's
2: like, I remember she was, like, a grade above my sister.
1: She's, yeah, dude, she's an animal. Absolute animal. Like, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with her at all, ever. Yeah. Scary. My mom, at one point in time... <laughs> if you ever asked Christian Basquet or, or, uh, or Lou, or any of those boys, even Trevor would probably know... Um how my mom was in the boxing gym, you'd be like, dude, she could murder someone.
2: That's she could, I remember in wrestling, someone's like, oh, like,
1: Richie's his mom will mom,
2: kill you. Oh and I'm like, oh God. my God, uh, okay. So your whole family is just trained weapons. Yeah, Except my, for his dad. He my, told dad me, yeah. <laughs> my dad <laughs> so doesn't he box. my he sent everybody there. He's like, eh, <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I'm basically he You know, he what's said, going on in that basement. <laughs> he, and he was like, you know, I was in the army 20 years ago. I guess I'm pretty good. And I'm like, no, you're not. But all right, I'll take it. That's hilarious. He's mm. he still thinks he's in great shape. Yeah. Which he, he looks it. But he's
0: yeah. <laughs> trying to say he can get his ass beat.
1: Yeah. His ass
2: beat. <laughs> I what's think my
1: goal? mom would definitely win the fight. if That's the question.
2: Really? If <laughs> there was a domestic violence dispute. <laughs> <laughs> so what's
0: the goal of you trying to learn boxing? Like
2: I don't just, know. I just, just like want you to. Said, uh, Yeah, I just think it would be... I just, like, really appreciate mixed martial arts. And, like, it's kind of crazy because once you get really into it... Like, the reason I got into UFC was because I remember I watched that Ben Astrin fight, who was, like, an Olympic wrestler for the U.S. And I I never thought of wrestling as, like, kind of a combat sport in a way. I just kind of thought of it as this, like, technique thing where you use your body. But I never saw it as, like, a thing you can use literally in a fight. Mm -hmm. And then he basically had no striking anything and just wrestled a striker Mm -hmm. and won the fight and i was like whoa that's crazy and it kind of like gave me more passion for it and like kind of more of appreciation that's like Mm -hmm. and like you're just trying to expand that now yeah because i think it would be cool when i'm older like 20s instead of like i'm not really big into lifting weights Uh, i do it a lot but like because of quarantine or whatever because i don't have much to do but it's kind of hard for me to really want to go yeah. in a place and stand still and just being like lifting weights like, oh, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. But so when I ol- when I get older, I don't really want a gym membership lifting weights. Like I want to go to a, boxing, a gym. boxing gym or like an MMA gym, like a kicks. What's that? Kickboxing city or
0: something like that. The place where Israel.
2: Yeah. Like I w- would want to get a membership there yeah. and just work out there it's interesting
0: you said that about working out because for like the longest time I would just work out because I knew it was good for me and like I would not look forward to the gym but it was just kind of like something I did Mm. but now that like I like my body and I'm at a point where I appreciate it like I love working out and like doing different workouts to pick different areas like now I'm so in tune with my body that like every day i just go in and whatever i feel is weak like i do an exercise for that part of my body you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so like once it gets to that point it gets really
2: fun you know what i'm saying yeah i do like obviously i do like working out because of the fact of obviously like your body's getting healthier and you can like see it but i don't know there's times where even in the future i'm still going to like lift obviously but just not as much but it's more kind of it might be because I did wrestling practices, like, so often, so I kind of, like, gone to that where it's more, like, you're kind of more active. Yeah. In a way, and... It's,
0: it's interesting, because this week, I'm not working out at all, but I'm going to replace it with yoga, like, strengthening yoga, mm-hmm. because I want to hit those little muscles you can't really hit with lifting weights, and a lot of calisthenic and yoga styles do that, and it's just by using your own body weight, and, like... That's what it was for wrestling for you in a sense, too. Like, you were, like, getting jacked by just using your own body. And, Mm -hmm. like, that almost feels better sometimes, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, expanding upon, like, because you were a wrestler. You you started since your freshman year, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, here's... It's cool because when it comes down to mixed martial arts, you know, you got to have... You can't just go get a title membership and go and go hit a bag or something you kind of have to have someone who's been through it before and kind of has the ropes and kind of has like experience and stuff to kind of teach you because someone who goes and hits the bag all day is not going to be nearly as effective as the next dude who's hitting the mitts with some dude who's been doing it for 15 years you know Mm -hmm. it's totally different it's totally different and the whole thing like you can hit a bag all day and with no footwork no footwork at all. And you'd be like, oh, I'm doing great. And then the second you start using footwork like in uh, like in hitting mitts. So we have, like, these two uh, glove-like things that I have him hit. Yeah. And it's basically just him simulating, like, little targets to hit off my hands. And so we simulate, like, fighting scenarios, like, combinations, uh, things to do, like, if I were to throw a punch, how he would dodge it or, like, how he would you know, parry it or whatever and how he would counter type things like that. You can't really go through that with like a bag. Yeah. Or anything like that.
2: Because on the first day when I went to that gym, I remember using the bag Mm -hmm. and I was trying to like use my footwork while going at the bag Mm -hmm. and it was I was just screwing myself up and I'm like, Wow, this is so much harder because I mean I can obviously stand still and punch a bag like That's easy as hell. Anyone can do that. But once you really kind of, like, you've been showing me how to use power, how to use your hips, how to use footwork to get an accurate... you guys say footwork, what are you saying? So, when you throw a punch, well, you should explain this. Okay, so,
1: like, when you're throwing a punch, so, for example, say you're righty, right, and you're throwing your left jab, right? Your left foot is going to be moving the same direction and you're going to be pointing in the same direction as your punch. So like for example, if I was to throw uh, a left then a right right afterwards, so it would be like a 1 2 combination. It would be you throw your left and your left toe is pointing to where your left jab would be is or is. And then right after, your right your right toe is going to point to where your right punch is going. If that makes sense. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to basically swivel your hips, hips. you know, and use power from your, from your hips, basically, from your leg to your hips, to your, to your hand, basically.
2: And that's where I know in UFC, a lot of people kind of commentators and whatnot, all the wrestlers, they have like the most power. And I kind of found that out through like Richie telling me how to use my footwork. And when you throw punches... It's kind of like the same technique as you would use when you're sprawling. So if someone shoots on my like right leg, when I throw my right fist, that's kind of like the same sprawl uh, I'm going to use. So I use my like same hip mm-hmm. to sprawl, and then like with the left, it's kind of like a uh, it's kind of like a sprawl to the your left side in a way. Mm-hmm. So
0: when you jab and you step forward and you're pointing forward, do don't you do you drag? say so you're just jabbing, right? Right. Do you drag that back foot along? Or are you you pushing if you push,
1: it depends if you're pushing forward or pushing back. Like, if, say I'm trying say I'm against the ropes, let's say. And I got to get him out. I'm going to jab and I'm going to step forward cuz I want to get out. So this back leg will drag forward with me. It is almost like a shuffle kind of. Yeah. You know. And I kept trying to, you know, work with Sean about the whole like One step per punch type thing. It's kind of one leg movement per punch almost. And so, like, let's say you're doing, uh, again, let's do the one two combination left right. All right. You take that step with that jab, and then as you're coming in with that right, you're sliding your right foot a little bit forward while pivoting it. And it kind of throws your hips forward and throwing more power into it. It's much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was
2: kind of cuz you know some tripical force. Yes. So when you're winding up, it's going to go. So you kind of want you kind of want the most acceleration you can get before you hit the person. Yeah. Because you're that makes sense. having mm-hmm. an, an like acceleration on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Same with baseball too. Yeah. Cuz what I've learned from baseball is you kind of you kind of want to hold on to it as long as you can so you can accelerate it. And when you're at bat, you a, step
0: back first. You're first you, your your foot goes forward, but mm-hmm. your hands go back, and then you. they always say just throw your hips at the ball, and then it all follows through. You mm-hmm. know? And that's that, very interesting.
1: That works a lot like, remember how we're doing pulls? Oh, yeah, yeah. So a defensive technique is called a pull. It's when you kind of lean back on your back foot a little bit and kind of like almost nearly backing up from a punch coming at you, but it's just like a like a squat on your right side. And then you kind of, like, step up on your right leg and unload, if that makes sense. You're kind of coming off that back foot onto the front foot. Like, for example, have you ever played golf? Uh Yeah. Yeah. If you ever watch any golfer, right, they usually swing and end off on their front foot. Yeah. It's similar to that on this punch, to where you're kind of throwing all your weight forward. It's a, it's a power punch. It's a very powerful counter. And... Something also that me and Sean have been working on too is like, power, is kind of it, it's hard to get in close quarters. So like, let's say I was a foot away from him, it's my jab is not going to be nearly as strong as it is going to be four feet away, you know, because it's got all this length of travel. That, right. It's got yeah. That's
0: it's a, a big thing I always hear when people talk about it is like, oh, the snap on
1: that. Jab. It's a very <laughs> quick quick punch and that's something we're working on too is straight from the head, because you got to cover yourself, right? Straight from the head, straight to his head, kind of thing. It's There's no movement, there's no dip, there's no nothing like that. It's straight from my temple to yours kind of thing. And uh, it's a very quick motion, basically. You, you can get
0: frustrated trying
1: to train someone? No, 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 no. I say, you
0: don't seem like a type of guy who would. But I just no.
2: Yeah, he's, honestly, he's a pretty good teacher. Like, I, I kind of like how you give you kind of give me everything, all the information, mm-hmm. so that I'm kind of able to absorb it. Yep. So then when I'm, like, instead of just saying, like, oh, basics, this is a job, this is a right, let's go over this for, like, 45 minutes, he'll walk me through everything. And then throughout, the, like, time, we'll go over everything kind of slowly. Mm-hmm. So, like, he'll give you the whole overview, and then while you're working
0: on it, if you mess it up or something, he'll just go back and work on that one part. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So if he says like, hey, I want to work on uppercuts a little bit, I'll be like, all right, let's work on it. And then while we're working on uh, on uh, some uppercuts, I'll be like, all right, throw, throw your hook in right after this. And we we'll start adding in extra parts that he was working on before that. And you know, whether it's defensive techniques or something like that. Remember, he's only on his second day. Yeah. He knows, <laughs> he knows everything, dude. That's crazy.
0: He knows everything.
1: You know, give him like, I'd say, I'm not kidding maybe a month or two, dude, and I think he'll be good enough to decently protect himself, like, in front of a sparring, you know, scenario. Street fight. (laughs) I don't know about street fight, but... Because that's, yeah. I think that's a totally different, like, subject. That's
2: a weird thing to practice for, a street fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is.
2: Mm. Uh, Trevor has such a funny story. I need to talk to him about it, about street fights.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: But, um yeah so you've obviously been like you've developed this teaching style over teaching kids since you were 12 yeah. you know so mm-hmm. you're probably really comfortable with that by now
1: yeah I've taught my sister and I've taught i basically taught my sister to kick my ass <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I did and <laughs> how is she better than me? yeah the student okay the it's so weird because she somehow so the way I teach right is I teach you to a point where you get Everything you need, like that's correct. You need all the correct things, but everyone has their own style and technique to everything, you know? So I kind of leave a little bit of room for that, what's comfortable. Because it's like, once I like going back to golf swings, you know, if you ever watch any, no one swing is alike right
0: it goes for anything
1: it goes for anything everyone's
0: Baseball swing no basketball Mm -hmm. shot wrestling
1: you know whatever cute quarterbacks when they throw none of them have the same technique or i'm sure they have all the same basics fundamentals fundamentals correct
0: like you said there's that personal flair
1: yeah but you know you gotta have something that's kind of yours and what's comfortable and that's kind of the the point to uh boxing is what's comfortable and I think that me training her for so long and her learning from Bobby, too, kind of absorbing information from a bunch of people is kind of turned her into a killer. (laughs) She's
0: cultivated her own style. Yeah,
1: it is insane.
0: It is absolutely crazy. But what is she better than you at? Like, what makes her so fast? She's fast.
1: She's She's fast. fast. Very, very fast.
2: That's crazy, too, because you're super fast.
1: She she is snappy. That's I think that's the difference. She's very snappy in her Christ. footwork. Yeah, it's very very neat. Her footwork is very neat and she she has like this weird thing where when she throws like hooks and stuff, which are much closer punches, she throws so much like hip into it that it's it's almost scary. Like I would never get in any kind of like hook range, at all uppercuts or anything like that, dude. She is unreal when it comes down to stuff. Like, I don't know. At some point in time, I'll show you at the gym. I'll hold the mitts for her. Dude, her overhand. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm telling you right now. Her overhand could murder you. Murder you. It's awesome. And I worked on overhands with him too. And it's one of those punches where you got to throw your entire weight into it. It's, you know, you kind of come up and you drop and sink everything you got right into your, basically where your knee is. And you're trying to land it right on his jaw. And that should be your most powerful, powerful punch. This, I'm telling you, it's my most powerful punch. But she, it's, when you hit the mitts, there's a clack. There's like a nice, loud crack when you hit it good. Hers, every time it's like, boom! It's like a gunshot every single time she hits. It's crazy.
0: Shoot. So, you, you have this uh, teaching style, but Sean was saying how, like, if he wanted to do something one day, you would just teach him. So, do you have, like, a
1: certain order you teach people things in, or? Uh, yes and no. Um, see, I think it's more the flow of how he's doing or she is doing. So, if I think that. I always start off with jabs, you know, your straight punches, left and right, and kind of get those basic two punches down and kind of get the footwork correct. Because if you don't get those two right, nothing else is going to work for you. So those are kind of the two I start off with. I usually go into a hook right afterwards, which is when you start throwing hips a little bit more. Once you get into that, I can kind of go anywhere I want, whether it's defensive techniques, counter punches, or like anything really. It's there's no real order to it. It's more like what I feel like they might be ready for.
0: Interesting. No yeah. so, yeah. You got any crazy boxing stories? Like from
2: I know he had one like recently.
1: Oh, oh okay. So I was telling yeah. I was telling uh Barlow about this earlier. So um, I haven't sparred in a long, long time. Like I think I took maybe three years off from sparring. Okay, like I'd train every here and there, but I didn't spar. And this happened maybe six months ago. (laughs) This Bobby comes in. And every time I go and spar someone, he's always like, you know, just play defense. Be cool. Don't do, you know, don't throw too hard. Don't throw many punches, whatever. Just kind of play defense. Do your thing. I was like, all right, cool. This time, though, no. He didn't say that. He was like. Comes up to me, he's like, hey, hey you want to spar? I'm like, yeah, 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 who am I sparring? He's like, all right, I'm going to level with you. This dude, he's a little bigger than you. He's a little bigger than you. He's in college. He's like a senior in college or something. He's a little bigger than you or something like that. And I'm like, okay. He's like, he's he's pretty big and strong. And <laughs> like he kept going on and saying that he's basically going to kick my ass. Yeah. And, dude, he... He comes around the corner, and I just see him come around here. This dude in a tank top that's kind of ripped like mine right now. The nip. Oh, you my nip. God. It was it, I was intimidated. This man, this giant, like, big black dude, right, comes right around the corner and goes... Alright, uh, who am <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
2: He's probably like He told me he's like 6'2 Dude, he, he's 40, like 6'2 he, Yeah,
1: he's probably about Probably closer to 40 in muscle, dude He, I'm telling you right now, maybe Less than 5% body fat He's Jesus ripped Christ. Ripped And Bobby comes up to me, he's like Yeah, he's uh He's fighting in amateurs, he's gonna He's gotta fight next week <laughs> I'm like alright great so he's been training for this he, he told me he's been training for two months for this so I'm like okay great I haven't sparred in three years he's been training for the past two months to kick my ass so let's go <laughs> and so you know, I pop a mouthpiece in and I run into the, the thing this guy right off the bell we tap gloves and he throws two of the wildest hardest punches I've ever seen in my life thank god he didn't hit me But I knew if it hit me, I was going to get knocked out. Yeah. No question. No question. And so I was like, okay, cool. I have to figure something out. (laughs) I have to figure something out. And so sure enough, I, you know, I dodge one of his jabs. It was the very next combo. He comes in, he throws a jab. I dodge it and I stick him as hard as I could with a jab, as hard as I could. And... I see this every here and there, but this is one of those punches where you're like, yeah, that felt good, right? It's when you see his neck snap back and just completely go boom, like his body and everything just loses, like, consciousness for a second. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, oh, God. (laughs) And for the first, you know, 10 seconds, he's thrown a couple, you know, those two wicked hard punches. And for the rest of the three rounds that we were sparring for, I think he may have thrown, like, 10 punches. And I threw, like, 30 because he he just was scared of me at that point. That's crazy. He was totally scared of me. And I was scared of him. <laughs> I was so scared of that dude. So what was
0: wrong with him? Like, you just didn't have his...
1: I think I might have temporarily knocked him out. No, like, well, while standing. Oh, holy Th- shit. Like, I po- I've never jabbed someone so hard. But, like, I think that you after that... I for a quick second? I might have knocked his neck... Uh, equal or... equilibrium equilibrium, off a little bit because he was not right after that punch at all at all
0: but what was wrong with his like why did his punches miss his you notice his like footwork was off or something
1: oh yeah so uh so a lot of boxing is a lot of head movement you know you got to kind of keep your head moving all the time and something bobby's taught me is you know slipping punches now unless you're experienced uh i wouldn't do this but i like to keep my shoulder next to my chin a lot And so I kind of roll a lot with punches, and so when you if you punch me, I kind of roll them off, so it's not as hard of a punch. So I kind of like uh, nearly slip them a lot. Like absorb a hit. Yeah, I kind of slip them. Like you go move with with the hit. You move with them. So like it's kind of like a car. Like like let's say you're driving on the highway and there's a car ahead of you going 60 and you're driving 80 right behind him, and you rear-end him, it's not going to be as bad as if a car going 60 is coming at you while you're going 80. Or
0: you're in a car stopped. Or you're in a car yeah. stopped,
1: either or. Yeah, yeah, It's not going to be as bad. So if you roll with the punch, you take way less of a blow. It, It's unreal. Also, I've been working things with uh, Sean. It's a uh, parrying punches, dude. That looks real. That is cool. It, it's it's unreal because... This is my favorite defensive technique. It's called parrying a punch, right? It's basically you're kind of slapping his punch midair right next to your face, and it loses all momentum. Like, I had him throwing real punches at me while I was just parrying them, and he's like, "I, you can't. <laughs> yeah. It just, you can't hit me.
2: <laughs> you just kind of, like, slap it down, like, really quickly. So it just kind of changes the momentum, honestly, of the trajectory it. of it. Yeah, yeah and basically if it does have too much force on it, it's just gonna hit like kinda your chest, so it's not gonna do anything. It sucks
1: still. No, uh, it really doesn't sternum, hurt them, yeah. It really no. doesn't hurt, no. Especially with a glove too. That's like lit. you know you get and
2: even if that. the guy is having like UFC gloves where it's like basically yeah. almost your knuckles, it's probably gonna hurt his hand right. more than your chest.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing too really? about it loses. Dude your
2: chest, your bones are so strong.
1: Yeah. It loses a lot of momentum too.
2: Me and Steven Back in junior
0: year, we would go up to the wrestling room uh, in the spring and we'd box. And one time we were just, we were just throw, screwing around, and Steven actually hit a punch in my stomach, right on my chest, and it knocked the wind out of me. We never boxed again. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I heard that story.
2: It was bad, funny. Uh, so- Dude, I haven't told you this, but I have like a really good family friend who actually te- he teaches like a uh, Taekwondo in like. Oh damn. Um, oh damn yeah he teaches he's like really into all that type of stuff and he was showing me like kicks and this just ties into basically like the hips thing Mm -hmm. that's why i've kind of like i kind of understand what you meant by the hips it was didn't take me like too long because i remember i would like learn kicks from him Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah it's like all in your hips yeah and it's really crazy
1: yeah and
2: title of this podcast
0: episode
1: hips 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 Hips, hips well, here's uh, a cool thing, too, is that... So, I taught Sean a lot of things today. Like, a lot of things. How and long was,
2: you guys work together?
1: Two days!
2: No, like, in oh, those They're like two hours,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe two hours apiece. And <laughs> he was like... Uh, I taught him the body shot. It's a liver shot, basically. It's, near, it's like a left hook, but to the body. And you're trying to aim underneath the ribcage. And kind of... It's almost an uppercut kind of thing. Um, and it's where your liver is. And if you hit the liver at all, it knocks all wind out of you. It basically drops you to your knees.
0: It's crazy. I always see, like, liver shots seem like the most compromising punch. And it's it's interesting because I've never been hit there and cannot,
2: like, I heard it's like a shock to your whole body. So Instead, it hurts worse than getting like kicked in the
1: nuts. I, I prefer, I'd prefer getting kicked in the nuts than That's getting a liver wild. shot for sure. Oh, yeah, I would that much put prefer a it. new
2: perspective on it for me. I was like, wow, that like a clean is a crazy pain,
1: a clean liver shot or a kick to the nuts. I would much prefer a kick to the nuts, no doubt. So I had him hitting, you know, liver shots on me, and I just had him hitting, you know, my actual body or whatever, and I try and block him. But the thing is, after time a little bit, you know, because he threw, I don't know, 20 punches. Well, you had your punches. elbow down. Yeah. So,
2: like, you were kind of blocking it. I
1: was kind of blocking it. But he threw, like, 20 punches or so. And so after a while, my elbow kept, you know, digging into my liver a little bit. And then this one punch, it. I don't even think he hit it that hard. it just hit it kind of pure. And my elbow went straight into my liver. And I was like, <gasps> holy shit. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> he kind of got me clean there. And I've been hit there hundreds of times, but it's like crazy.
0: Like I saw um Sean O'Malley pe- posted a video of a amateur TKO he had, where he knocked a guy out in his liver. Like he just ki- he was kicking his leg, he was kicking his leg, and mm-hmm. then the guy started defending it, and he just like did a question mark kick to his liver, and yeah, he went down and it was over.
1: It was yeah. You know, the liver shots are the worst thing ever. Like. Every year from Bobby, I used to get something called a body test. And it was basically a full-blown full, full blown body beatdown, basically. <laughs> he he would spar you for, like, ten rounds. And he would say that I'm just going to hit your body the entire time. Like, don't don't even worry about covering your head, man, because I'm going to destroy you, basically, is what he's saying. And I'm probably, I don't know, eleven? Yeah. <laughs> eleven? <laughs> <11? laughs> And he's like, all right. Oh, before before we sparred, we always did something where we had a medicine ball, and it was a hard, like, concrete feeling outside. You saw the medicine ball, right? Yeah. It's like a hard exterior yeah, medicine ball, right? Like, like, an a, like gym yeah. Ball. Yeah. yeah. And I what like he would do ones. is we'd sit on um, one of those decline, like, uh, crunching chairs or whatever throw there. throw it at your abs. And, yeah, he would just hold it up as tall as he is and go, and drop them right on your abs. So we'd have it hitting straight on, you know, our stomach oh, area. No, you
0: got a hole in your stomach now. And then
1: maybe. And then we turn <laughs> to the side, line. and then he hit us in the side, and then we turn to the other side, and then we hit us in the other side. Jesus. And this is a 14-pound th- medicine ball that we get hit with. And then right after that, we go right into the ring and start boxing and for 10 rounds, and he's just looking for liver shots the entire time. Now, Bobby McAndrews a three-time Golden Glove champion hitting you in the liver at 11 years old, you want to die. <laughs> That's kind that of the sounds, way yeah. it works. Sounds
0: like a lot of your life you just are dealing with a bunch of pain, <laughs> A bunch of
1: abuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I think it was for the better.
0: Uh, you're the happiest kid I've ever met. I know. I, yeah.
1: You know, I really think that it changes your perspective of every, everything. Matters. Yeah, what yeah. really matters because, you know, Pain is one thing, and that's something you kind of have to deal with throughout your life, no matter what, and, you know, you'll never have to, you'll never escape it, basically. Pain will always be there. And so, dealing with a head front is kind of...
0: Dealing with it when it comes, and then when it's not there, enjoying that time. Yeah. It's important.
2: That's a wholesome statement. What? Just (laughs) the whole pain thing. Just (laughs) because you had to go through so much shit, like, as a child, where... Physically.
1: Well, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, bad. Yeah, like, it wasn't yeah. like a mental process you know, where I was like... But a normal kid
2: would be like, oh my God, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. A yeah. grown-ass man is no. punching me in the liver. No, I think... I'm going to
0: be honest. i probably 11 years old. I might have opted out of yeah. a uh, grown-ass man
2: hit me in the liver.
1: Yeah. I, was, I think it's because I still was grown like this. I was four years old in my best yeah. friend... I baseball because so I
2: couldn't <laughs> fucking hit my... I couldn't hit well. <laughs> if, I, if Bobby was punching me in the liver, I think that would... Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. No, no more. <laughs> yeah but
0: you were bred in this like basically four years old that yeah a yeah ridiculously young age to just,
1: just four years boxing. old and i could kick any five-year-old's ass <laughs> 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 but like um i think that boxing or yeah probably boxing it set me up to be kind of the best all-around athlete i feel like like any sport I feel like I join or go into, I feel like I'm one of the top competitors. I don't know if that's a mindset going in because it's that's just mindset. how I am, or that's just like
0: you have confidence in your athleticism. So yeah, no matter the sport, being a competitor is not hard.
1: No matter the sport, I feel like I am the best at all times, and I don't know. It could be like the stupid it could be like cricket, or it could be like you know something I've never played before. I'm I'm gonna win.
0: I totally feel the same way. Like you know? I feel. So well-rounded in some sense that I could I could
2: compete in any game and like be a actual contender. Yeah, be a you know?
1: top-level athlete because
2: it's a really cool feeling to feel like that. Yeah. It is I feel like combat it's just confidence because, in a yeah. sense. Well, yeah, that's true. It really is.
1: Yeah, and, I, and that could be just a mindset and how you know whether people who are you know athletic actually growing to right and like as they play a lot of sports or if they're you know whatever they they feel like they are the best at all times you know like if they're the best at basketball they probably feel like they're the best at like uh i don't know gym games and sure yeah yeah. anything in a gymnasium i sent
2: you that thing of derrick henry in high school and he averaged like 352 yards and like three touchdowns every game like per game his Mm -hmm. senior year i could not imagine growing up like that yeah Mad, that's why he's that's, where he is. Like, I know I'm so that. surprised by it, but I was not surprised. I get that, him. but I was more looking at it as like, in that position, just knowing like, wow. Did you I'm see the picture of him? He's amazing, grown ass man. I I know I know, but he was probably man. like going against like really good teams, obviously. If you
0: if, I need you need to see the picture like Richard. No, I I saw that, but the, the, he, like, no matter what other eighteen year olds you're versing at that body he had like you should be averaging those yards he was was like
2: basically what he's like now but in high school Uh, but against children yeah (laughs) he was always the biggest guy on the field
1: against adolescent for real yeah Yeah. it was
0: wild he was just a steamrolling man yeah and it shows because now he's still just steamrolling whole ass (laughs) (laughs) bigger men (laughs) bigger men for real he's a freak of nature it's crazy how he kind of just started like Turn it up this year, though. You know what I'm saying? He's, mm-hmm. like he was, oh, he's, he's been kinda, there, yeah. but, like, he just finally, like,
2: took off. Yeah. It was probably just, like, that adjustment yeah. going into the NFL. It's mm-hmm. crazy. I wonder where the Titans would be if they didn't have him last year. Probably like not didn't even make, make playoffs. playoffs. Yeah. Well, they almost didn't make playoffs That's this
0: year. Wild. Yeah. That's wild. That's um, wild. I don't know if you know this, but, like, at the end of them, or we talk about whatever song you would pick for the podcast, but since there's, like, two of you, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how you... Richard, do you want to pick the song for this one? Because Sean's been on a bunch of podcasts.
1: Uh, sure. Uh, Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. Why? Uh, because, so, that song speaks in many ways. It's been, so, in my family, I have, uh, oh, old relative who passed away. His name's Michael Joyce. Uh this was his favorite song because that's all he wants to be that's all I want to be It's just simple just live life simple I don't need anything fancy I don't need anything crazy I just want to live a normal simple life and that's it you show that the most too like you're you you so really do yeah with
0: life yeah just it's, with everything you just gotta love you. it. you're just okay with it You got. Yeah.
1: you gotta love it because at the end of the day you know people are not really gonna care about what you have they don't care about what you have they care about who you are they care about what you represent throughout your life. That's that's the way it goes. You know, if you were a multi-million dollar, you know, a year guy, whoever, yet, you know, you were a jerk.
2: Yeah. People they, are going to remember dude, that you're easy What church. did you...
0: Yeah. Um, I was talking about this with people at my work at Buffet Way because I have a boss who, like... He just loves work he always like it seems like he could upgrade his kitchen and expand and do all this stuff but he just loves cooking for the people he cooks for right right and he's so content with what he's doing and treats his employees so well and like we were talking to that this guy who works there who's also a realtor realtor and he said his boss like he has so much money a mansion but he's an asshole. and he's like i don't even want to talk to him and he's like i'd much rather be in the presence of this simple boss other than this guy who has this big, complex life just because of, like, their soul, you know? Right. And, like, that, you're right, bro. Like, our souls are attracted to other souls. We don't give a shit about body. We don't give a shit about mind. It's just soul to soul. And once you get to that point, which you are clearly at... You have to be. It's ridiculous. Like, it's, life is so much more enjoyable.
1: Yeah. It's you, awesome. You don't need crazy things to live life. You don't. Mm. You know, money... It's experiences.
0: It's literally, like, my... Every day is so exciting to me because it's a new day. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a new experience. There's no, and the thing is, I'm having that experience. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's no other person doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. None of us share the same perspective on life. None of us see the same, none of us have, my image of you is different than the image Richard has of you, you know? Right, and 100%, like, yeah. Just knowing that makes life so enjoyable to me. Right. And it's awesome. Word. I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, this was a good talk I really enjoy talking boxing and stuff like that I want to go to your gym eventually and learn Absolutely. how to but I'm gonna uh, I got a time crunch right now ah. but we'll figure it out sometime maybe, okay. maybe when we're quarantined next winter sweet sweet <laughs> So oh, take your turn